Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, December 9th at 9 a.m. Eastern, so let's get after it. What started out as a scary week for markets finished on a high note. Kicking things off to the downside was a weaker-than-expected purchasing manager survey for manufacturing and President Trump's comment that it may be better to wait until after the election next year before signing a trade deal with China. With markets having rallied so much over the past few months on hope for a bottom in manufacturing and expecting a trade deal before the December 15th deadline, it's not surprising markets sold off sharply. In fact, we had the worst back-to-back trading days in equity since early October. Markets modestly recovered on Wednesday with news the talks were still progressing. Then on Friday, we got the jobs report for November that showed businesses are still hiring at a much higher rate than what the consensus expected. Markets rallied sharply. To be honest, no one was more surprised by this strong jobs number than yours truly. With profit margins deteriorating due to higher labor costs, I've been expecting weakness in hiring as companies finally decide they need to reduce headcount or at least not expand it. But that's clearly not the case yet. If there was anything to pick on about the jobs data, it's that it was flattered by the end of the GM strike, something that will not be repeated next month. Additionally, the ADP report came out on Thursday, and that was actually weaker than expected, so the reality is that we're probably somewhere in between these two labor market signals. In short, there are no signs of meaningful layoffs, but companies are likely to be hiring at a slower pace than last year. That's good enough to keep the economy moving at about a 2% pace, which is what our economists forecast going forward. Not too hot, not too cold, and so the Fed can stay on hold, neither raising nor cutting interest rates any further. While the Fed is on hold with regard to its interest rate policy, it's still flooding the market with liquidity via its $60 billion per month of T-bill purchases and $75 billion of overnight line of credit to banks to deal with the repo market destabilization. However, using such a tool to solve these problems has also suppressed market volatility of all kinds. In fact, the S&P 500 30-day volatility is now registering one of its lowest readings in history going back to 1925. That's not necessarily a problem. To the contrary, it's driven about $175 billion of global equity purchases since September by systematic strategies that target volatility and CTAs. We estimate that about $100 billion of those inflows have made it to U.S. stocks. Given that the Fed and other central banks are expected to continue their balance sheet expansion into next year, this virtuous circle of excess liquidity driving lower volatility and equity inflows can persist. The risk this week is that we don't get a trade deal that satisfies now elevated equity market expectations. Should this happen, expect another quick downdraft like early last week that will quickly be bought as central banks continue to flood markets with liquidity, keeping volatility low and demand for risk assets high. Perhaps the most important observation from last week is that we continue to see the markets trade somewhat defensively underneath the surface of the index. Specifically, last week saw leadership from consumer staples, healthcare, and financials, three sectors we like. Energy also had a good week, but that was due to OPEC's greater-than-expected production cuts, which we think could have a fleeting impact on the structural supply and demand imbalance. In short, we're not recommending you buy energy stocks here. The other interesting takeaway from last week is how consumer discretionary stocks underperformed even in the face of better jobs data. We remain underweight the sector due to unsustainably strong consumer spending patterns thanks to the fading impact from last year's tax cuts. We think that fade will likely present a continued drag on the performance for the sector. 
Thanks for listening and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for our latest thoughts on the market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.